Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome back to what will actually be the final thing for Chaos Incorporated. We were originally going to do a kind of a denouement episode, um, but last week we were having a cast chat, and uh, the consensus was kind of where Chaos Inc. ended was a great place for it to end. Uh, not only for season three. I got that right? We're in season three, right? Yeah. That was season three. That yeah. was season three. Past tense. Not only were. for season three, but Chaos uh, ink in general is done. It's over. We're done. Bum, bum, bum. Bye, guys. Uh, Thanks for joining the stream tonight. Hope you had fun. <laughs> We're gonna See, be there here was no for quote. a while. That's the show's yeah. over. No if y'all want to throw some gifted subs or bits at our cast here, uh, we've got some 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 stuff. Order has been restored to cast. I don't know if I would go that far, Oboe Cop. Uh, no. Okay. No, Christopher. Don, no. Don is shaking her head no that we still have cast. I am once again here with our wonderful cast. We're going to start with our in memoriam. No, Michael is not actually dead. Michael is alive uh, with a beanie on his head. Uh, this is Maxie is, Maxie is dead. Uh, Michael, welcome in. There we go. My, we've interrupted Michael in the middle of breaking into somebody's <laughs> home, apparently. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> oh golly Moses. which actually reminds me of a very funny story from from my last job that i will impart at some other point with breaking into places uh next up also in full-on hoodie mode is dot represent we got the minnesota hoodie that's right Oh, whoa. Hey, thank you for the gifted subs, Necrotier. We really appreciate that. Maxie is a Sith Lord. <laughs> thank you for the gifted subs. We really appreciate that. That helps can, us. Can I be your show. apprentice, Michael, please? Uh, I guess good. Michael's apprentice. Uh, our next one up, Caleb, also it's, in full hoodie mode. It's very cold where I am right now. It's so cold. I think it's cold everywhere in the country. I feel um, I feel oppressed and that I am the coldest. Okay. Uh, for those that don't know, just generally speaking, Mallow and I are on the West Coast, and the rest of our cast is in generally in the Midwest-ish area, although I saw a big argument about what the Midwest was yesterday on the internets. Like, what counts? We're all in the Midwest. What We're all counts? in the Midwest. Uh, single, it's single digits with 50-mile-an-hour wind, so... Ugh. Okay. It's cold. See, it's been cold here too, and I am a coastal person, and we don't get this cold. Take the cold shit back for to the you Midwest. is is cold for you is nothing. You you shush. No, exactly. Which is why when it's been in the single digits, we've been like, what the fuck is this nonsense? Okay. 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 That's fair. Okay. We, we don't do this. Okay. Hey, Michigan, take your weather back. It's drunk. It, it got for lost. You. It wandered we, over here. We didn't. We didn't lend it out. It's still here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gained a few pounds <laughs> like they traded girl same okay uh so and finally let's do our last but least kaylee who actually has a quote prepared for tonight well i uh it's I'm good i like it i gotta try and remember what it is i just lost an earring so <laughs> i tried being funny and i've now paid the price by losing one of my favorite earrings 
I have a final quote for Chaos Incorporated, and it is from my favorite book. I think it's very poignant and meaningful in these troubling times of strife. This page intentionally left blank. Hit you right here. <laughs> right here. Um, Caleb, that's indigestion, actually. Much like the last episode of Chaos Inc., which hit you right here. Uh, we ended Boy, in, did it ever. We ended in some strife. Obviously, we know Michael died. And, uh, I no, thought, we didn't. No, oh, we Max, didn't. Maxie died. Michael a ghost? Is that why he's in black? He's mourning himself? <laughs> Michael's a force ghost now? Um, that's just the only... That's the, the not the only thing I've done to myself today. Ba-doom. Whoa! All right, we're back to Horny on Main. Here we go. By the way, the, never mind. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so I kind of want to start there with uh, I thought everyone's reactions were measured and reasonable to the death of Maxi. <laughs> Dot, you're shaking your head like you want to yell at me. Listen, um, I was prepared for it to happen. I wasn't prepared for it to happen in the second round of combat. To be fair, neither was I. <laughs> I I did genuinely love that uh, your reaction when Maxi killed Kelly Aguilar. Um, oh, those rolls just, were so good. Just destroyed her, right? Um, I I loved the GM pause that was like, ah, fuck, my big bad is gone. Damn it. <laughs> like we've been spending, we spent three years on this. We should have just given Maxie a fucking rail gun and let him go. We, <laughs> or ideally, uh, Maxie would have pulled the trigger in episode two and this would have been no big deal. I can't talk ill about the dead. So, um, uh, I can. So that's me. <laughs> the problem was, is that it's you. So, so for some behind the scenes, right? Oftentimes for big key moments. So for example, when Chon was captured in season two, Kaylee knew that was going to happen ahead of time, right? We do that for a couple of reasons. One, there's certain things with character beats that we always like to get the, the player's permission ahead of time. Right. And two, um, Sometimes it's important to have certain elements like just plot beats done. And so we knew Maxi was not long for this world, but the we also don't script everything. And so we were playing it out in the actual combat, and then Michael rolled those insane rolls, and I was like, well, everyone's out of position for where I thought they were going to be in that moment. Whoopsie doodle. Luckily, there's one person standing right in front of the thing that's going to blow up. Poor fella. Technically, there were two of us. I cheated. Technically, there were three of you. I was the only one that wasn't, like, actively there because I was falling out of the sky. That is true. That's true. <laughs> also, it's something that happened in the, like, first round of combat, right? Second. Stitches has, Stitches has amazing, uh, like, piece of hardware to bring into the fight and then like within by the second round of combat piece of hardware is ruined falling yeah. from the sky so i've actually got and wrecked herself i've got the combat tracker that is my personal com the one that i've designed for uh identico and i actually have the one that i saved at the end of the last session 
And yes, it was it was three quarters of the way through the second round of combat. And that was it. That was all she wrote. I'm so mad about that, too, because I was so hype, hype, hype to have this shiny new toy. Because and you know what? This is on par for stitches. She gets an aerial vehicle. You get a shiny toy. Yeah, and then fucking crashes it almost immediately. Now, to be fair, she didn't crash. She was shot down after she... First round of combat, Stitches shot down two aircraft. Right? Smoked them. Literally, like, vaporized them. Stitches is really good at what she does until she's fucking not. (laughs) It's kind of like Zed's arms. Yeah. <laughs> Did you do? You, do wait, do I, are we buying all of her stuff at the same mall that Zed got his arms? <laughs> I I feel I feel like the problem with Zed's robot arms has to do with more more with the mechanics and the execution. And, no, and I don't know who that made those mechanics. Because we we'll get your mechanics. We've seen them work properly, right? And we'll, we'll Zed's true. arms we'll, are, are what happened when you get drunk on an intercontinental flight and order arms from Sky Mall. <laughs> I miss Sky Mall. It was two for one. <laughs> I miss Sky Mall. It was a Mall. good deal. You know what? Mallow, can we find out if the trademark for Sky Mall is still owned or if we can get the trademark? I would love to bring Sky Mall back in Identico. Can we oh, please? How about just, you could, you could just rename it Soul, Soul Mall. Soul Mall. Uh, we got oh, we to gotta do something. We got to make sure Mall. everybody knows that it's Sky Mall. God, I love, I love Sky Mall. Anyway. Um, so Stitches again had vaporized some people. Chone was doing all kinds of stuff. Um, Zed's robot arms I were like kind of I don't remember working. anything, so it's now just stuff. stuff. Well, you were doing Chone special powers. Uh, sure. Not uh-huh. magic. Um, Not magic. Chone um, went like, Chone tried to go um, back in time, but didn't know how. That was how. later. That was later. We can jump Fair. around. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. Jump around. Jump around. Jump around. Um, so, yes. Uh, let's talk about... Let's talk about uh, everybody's reaction to the death of Maxi. Uh, Stitches, uh, initially, state of shock. Uh, but state of shock. I think less than state anger. of shock, more a state of anger and hurt and just um, more emotional trauma than she was anticipating. He lost two toys that day. Kaylee May. Boom, boom, boom. That was pretty funny. Uh, for those that don't know, there had been some <laughs> hanky panky between between Maxi and Stitches. Um, I'm really glad you got our names right that time. I'm working on it. <laughs> Brain not work sometimes. <sighs> you know. Okay. <clears throat> um, yes, between Maxi and Stitches, there was stuff, right? Well, you say hanky panky. I would say relationship. Yeah. Boinky winky. <laughs> no, they. I let's think let's initially... talk about that because that yeah. really developed over the course of this season. Yeah, agreed. Um, I think that from Stitch's perspective. Uh, she saw a likeness in Maxi in her own mentality, and um, I think that there was just more of an emotional attraction to start 
because he kind of got her in a way that she wasn't expecting coming into a new team. I mean, coming into a new team, like obviously season three, she had been with the group for a little bit, but it's still like. Well, I mean, that relationship started in season two to an extent. But I feel like in season two, it was more like one of those, like in the heat of the moment, you know, Sure. Battle kind of things, whereas in season three it developed more into the actual relationship. Yeah, um, I think the the fight that happened between the two of them um, after Stitches gets rescued uh, from Frankie, I think that was kind of a pivotal moment in establishing where they actually were in their relationship. Um, At least, well, at least there was a fight at the beginning of the season also uh you know we there was a there was a a a reunion but then also almost immediately uh a conflict um when we when maxi met up with stitches at the bar uh, i think it was in the late in the first episode i don't know um, that it was i don't think that was so much a fight as it was just sh- i think she was in over her head, honestly, because she'd just gotten back from Providence and had like this is her first official job with Providence. And then um for all intents and purposes, her boyfriend who uh was also with this secret organization shows up. So I think in her head she was like, Fuck me, is somebody already checking on me? Like I haven't even screwed anything up yet. <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> maybe not maybe not a fight. No, maybe I think it and I think that there was also a certain level of excitement associated with those feelings too, because she was like, Okay, well, I mean at least I have somebody to back me up. Mm-hmm. And you know, from Maxie's perspective, this relationship caught him by surprise as well. Um coming off the season one, going into season two, um, viewers got a and and the people on the table the players here um kind of got a view of relaxed maxi like old maxi Mm -hmm. original maxi og maxi like before he became very structured and strict and business-like um the um the kind of party animal that he used to be uh when he was with interpol uh, so so Um, i want to pivot off the relaxed maxi to to the reactions to relaxed maxi uh from caleb I love Surfer Maxi. Surfer Maxi. Uh, I, I think Maxi got a little too relaxed for Zed's feelings, for Zed's taste. Um, yeah, I think Zed was struggling a lot in season three. Um, the the shift of more responsibility onto his shoulders as the season progressed. Uh, he never started this show as anyone intended to be a leader or working with a team or in charge of a team. <clears throat> and as that evolved through the first and second season, Zed was very much defaulting to Maxi a lot of the times. Maxi had the resolve, the field training, uh, that serious, I'm in charge, I'm going to make a decision kind of attitude. And Zed was able to play off of that and work 
with that very well. And when that shifted, I think it took Zed a while to figure things out because through these seasons, so much of his worldview has been changing. So much of his personality has had to evolve. And it, it, it he's constantly been having his foundation yanked out from under him. So when once again... Uh, Maxi decided to shift that Jenga tower piece. Zed was really struggling. And uh, I was really pleased as a performer, as a player, when Michael and, and I could have a couple of those exchanges in role play, when we could uh, really argue with each other. Because I think we had a lot of fun. I think we really challenged ourselves. And I think that brought a lot to both characters. Um, so while as a character, Zed was really struggling, I think it was very good in his development. I think it was very interesting. I think seeing Maxi uh, go off the deep end and make some poor choices also kind of pushed Zed towards that new realization of what it takes to be a partner and a leader. So the, all, of, all of these seasons for Zed have just been very informative because they, they very much bro broke him out of his little uh, high society bubble where everything always went his way. Somebody in the chat just said, poor choices make for better role play. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's how you have a fun game is you do the worst possible thing. <laughs> that's how I play every one shot. I'm trying to think of bad choices. And, you know, I can't think of Chone's, Chone making any bad choices. Chone was pretty like, Chone was almost like the level one this season. It's because I spent two seasons being the spaz. I mean, honestly, I mean, there were quite a few times when Chone wasn't quite level because they were really frustrated with Maxi, who had up until that point been kind of the the team rock, so to speak. And very much Chone's mentor in the ways of like fighting right. and becoming right. more of a warrior and less of the, the keyboard cowboy that Chone was before. Right, and Maxi pulled Chone out of their depression and gave Chone focus when, um... Ah! Apex. Apex. I kept saying, I kept wanting to say Steph, and that's not right. Now I'm doing it, guys. Thanks a lot. When Apex left, that was a really dark time, and that's when Maxi and Chone really became friends because Maxi gave Chone an anchor to hold on to and helped them grow. Uh, when the team came to break Chone out of Kelly Aguilar's little, uh, uh, you know, quantum prison. That was more, more solidification. So to see Maxi, cause Chone was not there for the first couple weeks that everybody was in Vegas. So when Chone shows up and Maxi's like this drunken, what the hell happened to him? That kind of really shook their entire foundation that they just spent a year working with. So 
it was really hard for, I mean, it was fun for me as a player, but it was hard for Chone as a person, as a character, to deal with that. And they didn't deal with it great. They quite often wanted to scream and yell at Maxie. And, and frequently did. And occasionally oh. did. Yes, I wouldn't say frequently, but, you know. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, I'd, I'd go occasionally. And Chone seems kind of like the, the level one this season. Um, was. The level one this Was. season. Not that's that's over, by the way. Uh, yeah, because nice. I I mean you know the last thing we see is Chone boarding a helicopter with Maxie's body, and who the fuck knows where? Well, I the fuck know where Chone ends up after that because you know I like that's, I like that's that you head. say Maxie's body, but essentially wasn't it basically just parts of the exoskeleton and maybe some random bones? Yes, that's still a body. <laughs> there was some. There was DNA material the there. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. Well, okay. So hey, Chone got on the helicopter with Maxie's DNA. Wait, that could be taken wrong too. <laughs> nope. Oh. Nope. Chone got on the on the helicopter with some exoskeletal pieces covered in a, a wonderful human caramel. <laughs> Yuck. Caramel's probably pretty close. Yuck. Because um, you weren't quite vaporized. Never had pork belly. <laughs> oh, pork belly! Real, really, real crispy bacon. <laughs> That Candy is the lady. second time. That is the second time you have middle named somebody since we got on this cast. Extra crispy, Maxie. <laughs> so yeah, we didn't need the extra crispy recipe, but we got it anyway. So yeah, and I mean, That's where all the flavor is mallow. <laughs> Mallow's like I'm horking now. Um, again, not the intention for how this season went. Uh, this one, I feel like this, and pressure room, I feel like the pacing on this season was a lot faster. Y'all moved through stuff much quicker. We do it. <laughs> you made friends and enemies much faster. <laughs> Caleb's like, sure, you're an organized crime syndicate. Why not? Add to contact list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I, th I really loved, I really loved Caleb, or excuse me, Zed's interaction with um, the triad boss. <laughs> that was fun. Mr. That was Joe. so great because I I did not want to engage with that NPC because I knew Stitches was just going to be like, what the fuck's the job anyways, right? And I'm 100% happy to take a backseat to roleplay to give someone else that spotlight. And Zed was the perfect character to take that spotlight. That was beautiful roleplay. I absolutely loved everything that happened in those scenes with Mr. Joe, Joe, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, because, as we discussed, Zed did kind of become the face of our operation. So for him to be able to play a face in that, like, be in that element, but also still kind of be manipulating the situation to what we thought fit our needs. That was beautiful. Thank you. Uh, fun fact. I'm sure nobody knows this or guessed this for three seasons. That's how I built Zed <laughs> from well, fucking episode one. Caleb, we know <laughs> you, every single episode was about taking care of your face. So we knew mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was your moneymaker. Remember, there, that there, was the there whole, has like, been I, I would love to uh, at some point we'll get some super fan who can go back and do a compilation about how, mi how many minutes were spent where, where Zed discussed his beauty routines. Mm -hmm. Not that often, because at some point I think she stopped letting me get away with that. 
There was definitely at least one in this season, one or two. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, gotta take care there of that were, teaser. There were probably just <laughs> there's another one. There were probably just as many of those as there were cooking montages. There were definitely more cooking montages in this whole Cook- in this show as a whole. Yes, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. It um, literally is a backdoor pilot to a food truck uh, show that we're talking we, about. It, That's true. It's, it's 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 out there. It's in the ether. Uh, the other thing is, I want to point out, and I don't think you guys even remember, right? Your cleanest heist in the entire show. Zed sets up the party. You're like, we're going to go in. We're going to get this guy's credentials. We're going to use those credentials to go to this place and steal a thing. And you know what happened? It went exactly to plan. I wouldn't say exactly. Max's distraction was not planned. I'm so mad that I missed that. I'm so, so, so incredibly upset that I missed that moment. Maxie? If you can get a hold, if you can make up with Chone, they probably have video. <gasps> you owe me. <laughs> you can play that card. I'm just saying, it was your cleanest heist ever. I can go back dirtiest. to the like the Zed is a face. Zed sets up a giant party. Like you know. It's great when a plan comes together. Thanks, Hannibal. Wait a minute. You didn't even really, I, I'm saying I think it went I, so I smooth. Love, I, love every, the, I love the misquote. That's what I love. Um I think it went so smooth that y'all forgot that happened this season. Oh, no. You <laughs> remember. I, I, we were just focused on, I think, a different part. <laughs> a different part. Or we parts. were definitely focused on a different part. <laughs> so many. So many. I, Max, what, I love... angling participle? <laughs> I love how... I mean, you, you taught a lot of classes in pole dancing that night. Um, he really did. I love how all of that played out because I don't think we really planned any of that. Not that portion of it. <laughs> um, Al- Alex, you had been giving us some prompts about the other uh, operatives or teams that were in there. Mm-hmm. And I think that was, at least the way I interpret it, was like a way to kind of prompt us to move the story forward there. So I, as a player, as Zed, was trying to think of what he would do. And I had a plan that I thought was going to either work really well or really bad. And then suddenly Michael comes in with this very different plan. And here we are. It was great. But the plan worked. A distraction. I was going to have a very different kind of distraction. It, it worked. I remember when we came up with the original idea for the plan and it's like, it's a BDSM party. I'm like, Okay, I'm here for this. This is great. I even gave I even gave Caleb carte blanche to describe the outfits for Yeah. So Zed so Zed could describe the I gave it to Caleb so Zed could describe the outfits that people were wearing and it's like, okay, and honestly, the party felt a little tame until the Maxi show. I Wait, yeah. now, now I'm curious. What would you what would Zed have put stitches in? I don't even know what I did for the rest of us. It was so long ago. Okay. I'm s- I think so- it would have been something, something a lot like, um, like Lilu from Fifth Element, but in <gasps> nice. black le- black leather. There you go. Let's but say yeah. yes. Yeah, that would have been good. 
By the way, if anybody's wondering whether uh, Chaos Inc. is intended for younger audiences, the answer is no. No. <laughs> A big old fuck no. <laughs> yeah, I, the, the original plan was to have more, to, to just use that theme of the party to pull the target off to the side and restrain him. And then get what we needed. Then things took a turn. Be like that. Again, a you, slide, a dip. A you were sway, in, you were out, me. you got what you needed. You didn't look back. And then we were in and out again. <laughs> and then in and out again. And then the dismount. <sighs> it's like the best one night stand ever. Midnight, night and a half. <laughs> Um, oh all right. Uh, any other highlights from this? I'm going to go around the room. Uh, highlights from this season. Michael? This season. I did. I, so I enjoyed the interplay that uh, that we had with Frankie as a character. Um, I think that Frankie kind of being Stitch's mark, as it were. Mm-hmm. And then also the the reveal that Frankie was Maxie's ex made gave us a bit of an insight into that relationship and that character a bit more get a little bit more insight into Maxie, um, but also it gave there were a number of, of points when uh, Dot as Stitches got to play against Frankie and it was it was fun to watch the that relationship start to build. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I would have liked to have honestly seen more of that. Um, I feel like there was something a lot. There was something fun about Frankie uh, being present and kind of uh, the really. I don't. I honestly, Frankie's honestly doesn't care a whit for anything that you want to do. Frankie's out for Frankie. And but there were some changes um, in Frankie toward the end, where Frankie finally saw like there is a line. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think she sees the line, but she's also still 100% willing to cross it in the event it best serves her. Mm-hmm. And that's what, it, you know, and that's what we found as revealed through the story for the season was that, you know, honestly, that um, Frankie was working for the people that honestly she thought was going to win. And when that, when those wins shifted, Frankie's loyalties shifted. Right. Um, I also liked the interplay that uh, we that we got with uh, the uh, IOG through Zed and his interactions with Adeline, and kind of the the I, I don't know the, the I don't want to say corporate maybe the the bureaucracy that the politics Zed found having to deal with the politics that Zed had found himself having to deal with in trying to move forward with this seemingly impossible mission um, because the target that we were after, after uh, Aguilar, Kelly, Kelly Aguilar, uh, for the for all intents and purposes, was presented as someone that we likely were not going to be able to defeat. Um, and we hadn't defeated her. No, I mean, at every turn, it seemed that Aguilar had gotten the drop on us or was a few steps ahead of us more than a few in some cases and um it really did feel like the end could have gone quite differently 
um, for everybody, not just Maxi, of course. Um, so that was also that was very interesting. And again, uh, we got to see Chone really explore this side of themselves, uh, this this these new abilities, these new powers, uh, kind of come into their own as a a leader of sorts, right? Um, being able to Chone was stepping forward and trying to take control of things and trying to. Um, do their best to move the team forward toward their objective. Um, even, you know, even maybe outside of what maybe some of Zed's plans were. But, yeah, I mean, there there were a number of highlights this season. It was a, I thought it was possibly one of our best seasons uh, out of the three. And I'm uh, I'm sad to see it go, but excited for what's coming next. Obviously, moving kind of off of Frankie and the close relationships that Maxie's character had. Dot, what was your your kind of highlight there? With Frankie or just in general? Just in general. But I'm just kind of, yeah. seemed like a natural transition to go from, from, yeah. from Maxie to Stitches. Yeah. Um, I think, I think one of the highlights for me was probably, um, honestly, the the scene with like the cast conversations outside of the show on how to bring stitches back after being kidnapped um i i really liked how we initially uh discussed what her return to the group was going to look like and how we ended up kind of flipping Frankie, the like her perception of Frankie or Stitches' perception of Frankie, because mm-hmm. initially going in, um, she understands that her, Frankie is her mark via Providence, uh, and I think Stitches' impression, because she didn't really get much more in-depth information until they met with uh, Mr. Joe about how involved Frankie was with the benevolent AI. Um, so I think her initial time with Frankie was more so just, okay, she's just, she's just a run-of-the-mill, like, street thief. Like, she's just working her own business, illegal as it is. Um, maybe why am I here? And I think that's why she started to develop more of a friendship with Frankie versus a rivalry. So then to have that perception of her completely turned on its head by discovering, oh, you're the bitch that actually kidnapped me. It was a fuck up, but you still kidnapped me. I I really liked that, that play. I really liked how that role play went through. I really liked Maxie's reaction to all of that. Um, as well as just how defensive the team became of Stitches and uh, truthfully Zed's response to all of that as well. Because um, I think of the core group, outside of moments here and there related to food, I don't know that Stitches and Zed really had a whole lot of crossover. There wasn't a whole lot of relationship that built between the two of them outside of just being within the same partnership like we're here for each other but we didn't really have the same level of camaraderie so i think in stitch's eyes having him back her up that way was 
really reassuring and reaffirmed that, okay, well, this isn't just, I've got Maxi to back me up in the event there's an argument with the team. Like, I'm part of, I'm actually part of this team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, hack. And speaking of hard, uh, I can hear it specifically. So we're gonna, we're gonna move on to our good friend Caleb. Uh, Caleb, any particular oh. highlights, lowlights? Um, does Zed I leave think... season three richer in spirit? <laughs> Zed's pretty stressed out. Um, I really enjoyed all of the times where. Uh, Zed really had that opportunity to play to his strengths. Because I think the first two seasons were all about putting the character in a very unforgiving, unknown situation. Mm -hmm. And there was so much uh, frustration and trepidation in Zed because he came from a background of always being in control and always knowing everything and being able to manipulate the situation. And he, he walked into this new partnership at the beginning of season one with Omni, this new job, that it was just going to be a regular gig. Everyone remember very... Omni? <laughs> nope. Yep. Go all the way back to season one. <laughs> I'm surprised I remember that name. I'm so bad Thank at these you. details. He, he walked into that gig as just another gig, as an outside consultant. And then it turned so quickly into something where he was out of his depth. He was put into combat situations. He was put into situations where he had zero operating knowledge and preparation. He could not play to his strengths. Um, coming in towards the end of season two where he was able to get a little bit more involved with the background knowledge with the IOG and learn some more things, become a little bit more competent in combat, he started feeling more confident. And then I think that payoff in season three when we did get some of those social engineering, social manipulation, being able to play the face being able to make a strategy and a tactical approach, that's where he kind of felt all of the pieces come together. He got to go back to what he was good at, but with all of this new information and knowledge and skill added to it. So all of those moments were great. Um, I, I, as a player, really enjoyed when we had a lot of conflict as a group because it really gave us a chance to kind of talk through things and find those really great role-playing moments. So those were always entertaining. Um, yeah, I, I think overall this was just a very satisfying season for Zed. And Zed came through very much changed as a character. Yep. And speaking of uh, characters that changed quite a bit over the course of this show, because this isn't just a series season, it's a series recap. That was a uh, good. That was a good segue, Alex. Thank you. It was really good. Thank you, uh, Chone. It was better than saying the word hack and going immediately to Zed. I thought that was a little <laughs> harsh. Yep. I was gonna oh, yeah. let it go. Oh, okay, that's fair. Uh, Chone, 
Chone changed a lot, Kaylee. Yeah. Chone uh, used to be a uh, a keyboard junkie uh, hiding under hiding in the basement with Twinkies and you know unhealthy pallor and ended up learning how to drive. Uh, ended up learning how to shoot a gun better. How to slice someone's uh, head off. Which let's let's we not forget you did slice someone's head off at one point. I was getting to season three. I didn't even gotten out of season one. Why are you always rushing me like that? There's <laughs> a whole, you know, learn martial arts, loved and lost. Uh, been told creepy, been whispered creepy love things by an insane AI. Uh, that was an unhealthy relationship. Uh, met people from the future. Uh, discovered they had weird uh, quantum abilities. Yeah, a lot of shit happened, Alex. I'm pretty sure I don't remember most of it. By the way, one of the best compliments that I've received as a game runner is when Kaylee oh, tells me how to game. Like, don't like, say that. Don't say it to me ever again. By the way, the show's <laughs> like, over. Like, I never I want to that. hear that. But from that, the end of season one, when they first really encountered the benevolent AI and how it it latched onto Chone and apex oh and and kaylee was like that that is stuck with me you're this beautiful like <laughs> it still gives me the heebie-jeebies it's crazy so you did it very well that's a one of the, one of the best comments <laughs> when people were like years later like oh my god what did you do um suffice to say all of them them came out uh very very different than where we started. We also ended the show in a very different way. Um, for those that didn't know, when I pitched this to Michael, Caleb, and Kaylee and Steph back in whatever year that was, which I'm not even going to try and guess. 12 episodes. It was supposed to be 12 episodes. <laughs> yes. I yep. swear that was, tw wasn't that 2018? Was it 2019? No, it, it was, it was post-pandemic. No, was it? No. Not th at all. I think it we were in the pandemic. We started the show pre-pandemic. Did we? All right, yeah. hang on. I'm, I'm going to go see. Somebody's going to have to go look at our YouTube channel, which, by the way, if you haven't caught up with the show, you can go back there and look at the YouTube channel. There's also another cool show that's currently in production called Neon Trails. Caleb Game Runs that one. I do. Okay, okay so I have a note of September 2021 uh, that... Uh, uh, Apex and Chone had a huge bit amount of drama, uh, and that was it. so. That's my earliest note about that. So. I imagine it's up here. Hang on one second. Okay, so probably fall of like late fall of er 2020, then yeah, late fall or early 2021. So it's been yeah. four, it's been three and a half years. There you go. Three um, seasons, three years. Yeah, it's been it's been a minute. Um, mm -hmm. Hang on. I'm I'm going to see if I can pull up the playlist and find out when the first episode. Oh, I got a good way to do it. I think I can figure this out pretty damn closely here. It was all I uploaded. Gotta go, all I got to do is go look at when I bought my webcam. June it was 8th, the week before we played. June 8th, 2021 is the first YouTube video. Um, okay. So there you go. Uh, yeah, it was supposed to be 12 episodes. And a movie. No, I'm kidding. Um, we obviously ran more than 12. We are now, uh, this will be episode 51. Okay, I Lucky we did because we never would have met stitches. Yeah, true. I bought my webcam on March twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. So we go. were talking about it, or we were talking about it three years ago. Yep. Because so Michael dragged me into this. Um, yay! Suffice it to yes, say, I'm, it's me yay! Too. I know, uh, right? I learned a lot during the production here. 
Um, this has been a long production. I learned a lot both on the technical side, but also on the, the practical side. And it's very much informing how uh, we want to do stuff going forward. Um, I have had I had one concept kind of coming into this. And uh, while we hope it didn't show up too much on screen, uh, I've had my face rubbed to the fact that I was like, ooh, that didn't work. That didn't work. Uh, uh, more than a couple of times in the production of this show. Um, where I was like, ooh, that's not working. Gonna have to pivot here. Um, I will say, series long, some of my favorite moments, uh, parkouring on the staircase, on the elevator, and staircases, uh, in, I think that was season one? Season two. Season season one. one. Season one, yeah. um, On the way to save Joan. Uh, the, the airport gunfight, Oh God! In season two, uh, was very fun. Um, all of it has been has been a blast, and I'm very very glad we did it. Uh, for those that are still watching, don't worry, we are not breaking this cast up. They're too they're too they're too vibey together. They vibe so good together, so we're mm-hmm. not breaking them up. The new show uh, will include all four members of the cast. Um, oh, we should probably tell people there's going to be a new show. There's going to be a new show. So this show is done. Chaos Inc. is over. Um, we have I'll a put. new show that has... Mallow and I have been... We we were working on it back in late November, early December. I think we pitched the initial ideas. So we had three shows. Just to give you guys some behind the scenes, we had three shows. We pitched all three to the cast and said, Here, pick one. And we came up with a fifth one. And we've taken that third one, and it has now morphed into something um, a little different. Uh, I, we, I was talking to Mallow today, and I was like, we really got to come up with a new working title besides what we're using because it just keeps confusing things. Um, new working titles. In fact, this one I'm calling it from now on is new working title. Um, they wouldn't let us choose Horny on Main. No. TBD. No. Um, I'd rather donate to TBD. Uh, so that show is coming soon. Um, we have an approximate time frame, but I'm not going to tell you yet until soon. we know for sure. Um, um, I just want to call this out real quick, Alex. Uh, Caleb, I appreciate the Arrested Development joke. Um, <laughs> actually, I'll leave that. I think Horion may will get his terms deserves nice. Um, I actually think I'll leave that to the cast. Somebody's bringing up something in our in our behind the scene chats. Um, I I think I have a I think I might ha- I'm going to speak for myself, and I'm going to leave it vague enough that other people can just kind of fly with it if they want. I'm just going to say that while Chone will not be in the next show all the time or at all that's on un- that's unknown at this point chone's not gone oh chone will reappear at some point well I, I guess if we're saying that chone will reappear we should probably mention that there's a couple of other members of the chaos inc crew that will be returning fine maxi's gonna be back yeah maxi we're, we're pulling is, an is emperor palpatine somehow maxi has returned <laughs> No, no. What we're gonna do is You're basically Chone's gonna just, carry around dragging, a skeleton. No, we're dragging <laughs> a projector and a and a big mirror into battles, and it's gonna be hologram Maxi. Yep. 
could you imagine? This, yeah, could you imagine Stitches and Chone walking around just like hobbling with Maxie's exoskeleton? Somebody in the and, chat like, made a weekend at Birdie's uh, reference already. This episode, mm-hmm. like during this cast chat. So. Yeah. Oh shit! Missed it. <laughs> well, no, really, the way Maxie died, it really would be weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. yeah. There we go. That's our second attempt. Somehow Maxie oh, has returned. Oh yes. Uh we'll pull on our Palpatine because that's what Michael looks like right now. Um, We're gonna start calling Maxie Sheev. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Maxie is is dead. So Michael will be playing a new character. Uh, Kaylee will be playing a new character. We have, I think the rough out- gonna, outlines of what those are done-ish. I'm going to be perfectly transparent here. Um, Stitches is coming back into this show um, because I just got her character art exactly the way that I wanted her and uh, <laughs> I cannot part with her. <laughs> this has been, this has actually been a thing for a while now where Stitches is like, I can't die. I just got the art done right. <laughs> Yeah, Alex, so behind the curtain Go, moment, um, <clears throat> when we were, when we kind of had a brief discussion, a brief cast discussion about someone's going to die at the end of season three, the first words out of my mouth were, but I just got new art. <laughs> um, so that truly, aside from me just loving this character, but that truly is uh, a large reason that I want to continue playing Stitches. Um, And I think so far during some of the conversations that we've had about the new show that will be coming soon, um, I think we have found a way to differentiate between the story that we developed with Chaos Inc. and the entirely new story and separate entity that... Wait, entity is not the right word to use here. (laughs) You're beautiful. Um, I know, right? Uh, but I think we have—I think we have and are actively working to build a show that includes these existing characters while still being its own separate story. So I suppose we can let this one out of the bag too, uh, Caleb. We don't, we don't put any more stress on on Caleb. He's already got neon trails to stress him out. Um, Caleb will be returning. I was just going to leave him mysterious, but oh, okay. We'll be returning as Zed. Again, uh, there will be cooking. There will be cooking at some point, I'm sure. Uh, I'm going to switch to coffee. I'm going to switch to coffee. You're switching to coffee? Oh, gosh. Don't you, be a coffee snob. Okay. Actually, yeah, I, I think Zed is going to go keto we're talking about? during the new show. How do you know a vegan CrossFitter came to the place? They told you. Hmm. Zed's yeah. gonna start drinking his coffee with a big old like half a stick of butter. <laughs> Protein yeah. powder. Um, Bad. Here's where I'm gonna leave the mystery. There may be another teammate joining. Ooh. That is indeed mysterious. Ooh. That remains to be seen. Me and Mallow are having a creative meeting next week. Hmm. 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 <laughs> so much humming. So much humming. <laughs> I hope it's a dog. 
You I guys hope, do. I hope, you no. need a dog meat character. Note to self. Hang on, I gotta write that down. No, okay. I will... If, no, the dog will have plot armor. Yeah, I was about to say, if we bring a... a uh, if Look, we bring in any sort of pet to the crew, then Look, you, it's not allowed to go anywhere. You know the only way I made it through Fallout 4 was the fact that dog meat couldn't die. Yeah. Facts. Okay. Also same. Okay. I also hated all the other companions, and I only wanted to run around with dog meat because he was the goodest boy. Mm-hmm. And the only way I could handle it was that dog meat can't die. Facts are facts. On, on Neon Trails, we have two pets in the crew. And it is wholesome, so maybe that's the key to success. You're also about thespian. Yeah. I watched that clip earlier, and it did make. So did me I. <laughs> Wild's face, by the way. <laughs> Dog anyway. was also smarter than all the other followers. That is yeah, are true. A, are you saying there's a thespian? <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Um, I think that's where we're going to leave it. Any last thoughts? I'll open it up to the group before we sign off for the evening and tell everybody to keep their eyes on all our stuff. Crazy. (laughs) Look, if it made me money, start an OF tomorrow. I'm I'm going to throw something out there that uh, is in beta and Mallow may kill me later for Uh speaking of it. But um, one of the things that we're working on is trying to find more ways to hang out with you guys, except in the streams during showtime. Except uh, we're going to hang out with you everywhere, except what we're doing right now. Uh, No, we're not going to kill you for that. We talked about that, so you're you're good. (laughs) We don't know what it's going to be. He He doesn't threaten me. Look at his knuckles. But anyway, there's going to be some new chat channels coming on the Identico server where you can hang out with not only us, the cast of whatever show we're going to be, but I believe there's going to be some neon trailsers hanging out where you can talk to us about the show, ask stuff, you know, hang out with us. Mm-hmm. Anyone else before we sign off for the evening? Well, it's been a great ride, and uh, I'm glad. I'm very glad that this went longer than twelve episodes. <laughs> um, I thought. I think we. While the story we told may have been a little bit confusing at times, I think that the the payoff, the end of the story, I think, and where we grew as characters and players and friends, uh, definitely worth that journey. And and. Thank you to the viewers out there that have been around with us since that first season and followed us along the way and joined us for this journey. uh, And hopefully you'll come back for the next one. Because that's going to be pretty interesting, too. Come back for the next one. That's going to be great. Yeah. Bring your friends. Yes. All of them. Please. All right. Uh, If you miss all three, all three of mine. You can catch up Wait, on Wait, shit, they're here already. If, sorry, Alex, go ahead. If you all miss any episodes, you can catch up with those on our YouTube channel. Uh, go subscribe to the Identical YouTube channel, too. Uh, I want it to catch up to Humanoid HQ so we can kind of merge and do some stuff. Like, again, that's part of the creative meeting. Come on, folks. I need I need subs. Um, so I, I need to stop being so. sad. So sad. That was I'm my line. Uh, get out of my head. head. <laughs> Big switch energy. Anyway, 
Uh, if also if the viewers miss you, you, sir, where can they find y'all on the own? interwebs before oh. the new show starts? We'll start with Dot. <laughs> I think you've got a project that's resuming production. Uh, yes. So, um, we are for the uh, Shadowrun nerds. Um, we are talking about possibly resuming episode releases for RGF on uh, Goblinization Day. So wait, we'll wait, award-winning podcast? Oh, really? My God. We don't have to talk about that. That's important <laughs> to talk I about. I know, I know, and I appreciate it. I just get, I get very um, emotional about my show because I never expected it to go that far. Um, we're still waiting to hear about the 2023 Audioverse Awards. So for any of you that, out there that did vote for us, thank you. Um, but yeah, uh, Resting Glitch Face will be coming back for season three in the near future. Um, no official release date yet, though, but just something that we're in the talks about. Uh, and beyond that, um, Bite Size Tales, the audio flash fiction podcast, and... That's it right now, I think. Very nice. Uh, Caleb, where can folks find you if they if they miss you while we're we're developing a new show? Uh, you should come right back here to this channel and watch Neon Trails because I get to be the captain of that party boat and it's ridiculous. Is it ridiculous or is it wonderful? Or is it both? Both. Both that gift. <laughs> Kaylee. Inconceivable. Where can folks find you? Uh here soon. Um oh, oh, I believe I can Michael, I can announce this, right? We've talked we've talked about this. Yeah. Uh, there's a I can't announce everything yet because the final details have not occurred. But uh, if y'all remember our little podcast called Redemption Podcast that ran for, you know, what was it, eight years? Uh, and okay. then it had a spinoff, a wildly popular spinoff that doesn't, literally dozens of people have seen called Smuggler's Blues. Well, that show is coming back. It is coming back on Tuesday. Please note the new night. Tuesday, February 20th. Uh, stay tuned to find out where because that may change. Yeah, that's right, Space. Caleb. We decided, yeah, we decided to air exactly the same day that you air your show. What a jerk! Why are you so mean to me? It wasn't my decision. It wasn't my decision. I'm sad. Well, there's only one other person who could make that choice, so... It wasn't wow. Chris's decision. Nope. I think we're confusing folks, because I'm confused. Um... All right, uh, yeah, and then, by the way, but anyways, uh, th yes, that's that's the other place you can find me, uh, and occasionally over on the Rook and Marasp uh, show doing games and such. Yes, uh, and also, uh, by the way, folks in the chat, there's there's uh, Mallow Man just dropping links to all these places in the chat. Caleb, oh, that's nice of him. You're, I, I think it's Michael's turn. I is it Michael's turn? I don't know. I can't think of a way to say that my turn has already passed without getting in trouble. So it is Michael's turn. Michael, <laughs> uh, what do you got exactly. going? 
Thanks, Alex. Uh, well, you can uh, certainly find me on Smuggler's Booze. As Kaylee mentioned, we will be returning. Uh, you can hear me uh, on an episode of Bite Size Tales uh, yeah! very briefly. Please, it's uh, tomorrow. That uh, airs tomorrow. Uh, you can also hear me in the show uh, Tubular Teens with Titans, which is a Power Rangers-inspired audio drama. It's a lot of fun. I get to play the teen mentor, uh, former the former big villain, the former big bad guy, and now team mentor, uh, Pong Vahan. Um, and then you can also hear me on... Oh, sorry, that's Two Be The Teens with, the with Titans on any of your podcatchers. Um, and then you can also see me pretty soon on Dragon Age, A Time of Masks and Daggers on the Rook and Rasp channel that will be returning sometime this spring. Mm, wonderful. Uh, just make sure, sorry, looking at background notes from our other producer, Who's sending me messages? Ah, all right. Did I miss anything? Yourself. Uh, I am yeah, everywhere at Alex the Humanoid. Uh, I promise I'm going to get back uh, for those that have been literally yelling at me on TikTok. Um, I'll be back soon-ish to do more TikTok content. Um, why would you release any videos about the current state of the blah blah blah? Give me time, please. I'm so tired. Um, I think, uh, Mallow, correct me in the chat. I think we're going to do uh, a Humanoid HQ. We should have a super show tomorrow, uh, but we're discussing the future of all the shows soon. We're trying to figure it out. This is hard. <laughs> like, content creation is is a rough game. Um, yeah. How hard is it? I'm so tired. Uh, you can Stop find me everywhere. Stop that, Michael. At Alex the Humanoid, though. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, threads. I'm on Threads. Blue Sky? Not yet. Uh, we will be there tomorrow night with Humanoid HQ. So, yeah, go to YouTube.com slash Humanoid HQ or Twitch.tv slash Humanoid HQ tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern. Or Pacific. God bless America. I don't know what time zone I'm in anymore. It's time for me to go to bed. Uh, we love you all. Um, please uh, stay tuned on all the socials. Follow us everywhere. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, follow us here on Twitch. Thank you to everybody who gave bits and subs tonight. Uh, that's a great way to support the show. Uh, one of our goals, and I told the cast this, my goal is to get to the point where everybody's making lots of money <laughs> to do the show. I want to pay people. We don't do it for the money, though. We don't do it for the money, but it would be nice. Uh, we would. We would do it for a salary if we, we would. could. If we could. <laughs> if we could. Um, there you go. Um, so, yeah, thank you, everybody, who supported and stayed and hung out in the chat. Uh, <laughs> we will see you very, very soon with our new show. Bye. Chaos Incorporated is Kaylee as Chone, Michael as Maxi, Dot as Stitches, Caleb as Zed, and Alex is your game runner. You can learn more about the game we play on this podcast by going to www.playidentico.com. You can join us live for these sessions every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific over on twitch.tv slash identico. And you can watch along with past episodes and see additional content like how to play videos over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash identico. And finally, you can follow along with us on the socials at Identico on Twitter and at Humanoid Games on Threads and Instagram. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next week.